Welcome to Politics and Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host here at KPFT, 90.1 FM, Houston, Texas. Folks, welcome to the beginning of the week. Before we get started, I want to let everybody know that the Pacifica Network System, which we are a part of, will be taking over the station between the hours of 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. tomorrow. Again, between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. tomorrow, Pacifica Network, our mothership, will be taking over the station just for four hours for some national fundraising. This is not KPFT's portion. You know, we are already live on air way past our fund drive that you guys supported perfectamente when you came. Anyhow, we have a great show for you today. Today's show is entitled, or rather titled, Democracy One, Interpreting the 2022 Midterms Locally, Nationally, and internationally. And I would love to hear your opinions. I would love to hear your thoughts. So please give us a call. Folks, uh, we just had an election. The election didn't go any in, in any way close to what folks expected it to be. We're still talking about that. And why are we talking about that? Because this was big. This was about whether we would be able to save our democracy or not. And it turns out, it turns out that just as many of us said, Americans, when pushed against the wall, Americans, when asked to produce, you know what happens? They produce. So this morning I sent out a, uh, an article, uh, a, a news, my newsletter, my Substack newsletter, and it was called America Won Because We Showed Up. Then I had a personal note that I wanted to, to, to read. So I don't know if you guys used to listen to us live back in the A days before we had that hiatus and are coming back now, but we used to have this thing called the blog of the week. So I decided to, you know, this weekend we had the Houston Peace and Justice Center event, the Peacemaker Awards, where we awarded quite a few people some uh, awards because these are these are giants in the activism field. These are giants in the political field. These are people making a difference. And, you know, we had that that event over this weekend. And just to be clear, uh, the Progressive Forum. Uh, Larry James at the uh, the well, I mean, hear me, Larry Wally James at the uh, the Progressive Forum. He will be playing excerpts from that program on Thursday at six o'clock. The Progressive Forum Thursday at six o'clock. Be sure to tune in. You'll get to hear directly from a lot of what these these potent speakers had to say. But anyway. Uh, let me let me tell you the the newsletter that I sent out this morning to our several thousand of our, our followers. It says, during the Houston Peace and Justice Center Peacemaker Awards dinner, many attended this weekend. Our Senate win was called during the event as we honored warriors for the cause. Then a personal note: warriors for a cause, people. These were folks that were honored, and it was like icing on the cake. When it came out that Cortes Mastos won in Arizona, which meant that the, the, the control of the Senate would not go to a faction that has no good intentions for the people of the United States. 713-526-5738. Uh, did, did that statement that I make maybe touch on somebody and say, wait, why are you saying that? 
I want to discuss that. 713-526-5738. And I ask you so kindly again, folks, a lot of times uh, folks get into the conversation and they don't call until near the end of the program. And then we're forced to really try to run through people. I want to get you to have your say. So again, call us at 713-526-5738 and hit that number two. In In the control room with us today, we have our good friend, Tori Mercer. Tori, how are you doing today? My dear friend is in the house. How is it going? Hello, hello. Doing good. Good to see you. And also, I want to thank you for doing all that audio stuff for us at the HPJC, the Houston Peace and Journal, uh, Houston Peace and Justice. Justice. What's wrong with me? Houston <laughs> Peace and Justice Center. Thank you so kindly for being out there doing all that, that, that audio. It, it turned out magnificamente perfecto. And likewise, we have Marlo Blue in the studio with us. I don't see her with a mic, boy. So she's sitting down and she's not going to get up for me. She's like, look, girl, look, I am sitting down here comfortable waiting to get these phones. So don't Bug me, Egberto. That's okay, Marlo. Great seeing you out there, young lady. Anyway, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Okay, here's what I wrote this morning. Yesterday, I left the Houston Peace and Justice Center Peacemaker Award feeling like I was one of the awardees. We awarded the National HBJC Peacemaker Award to Dr. Ruben Jonathan Miller, a sociology professor at the University of Chicago, researching how racialized and poor people experience law, crime control, and social welfare policy. The local awards went to Dr. Peter Hortes and Dr. Maria Elena Botassi for their work in developing a public domain COVID vaccine. The Honorable Representative Senfronia Thompson for her decades of service on, uh, to Texas and Lenore Walker for her work at Casa Juan Diego assisting immigrants. I was honored to have received one of those awards the same year our competent Judge Lena Hidalgo received hers a few years back. I was honored to present the award to the Honorable Texas State Representative Fronia Thompson and the speech that she gave. I mean, she's always short and concise, but it was so powerful. And it shows you what good government, a good politician can do and how a good politician works across the aisle. I stand, I, I, I pause for a while because uh, this falls right into the domain that we speak about here where we want to entertain all sides, no matter what political ideology you are, no matter what, whether you're an anarchist, a conservative, a liberal, a progressive, a whatever I want to talk to you. We want to talk to you. And uh, uh, the representative, Sinfronia Thompson, said something that as she was talking and I was listening to her, I'm like, yes, that's how it's done. Anyhow, the story that she relayed was, hey, I, this guy, this guy, I think he was in a nursing home and he didn't have his dignity because there was not enough coverage within the nursing home for the things that they need to supply themselves. And, you know, uh, Sinfronia Thompson is a, 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 a staunch progressive Democrat. And of course, uh, our, our former governor, um, uh, Perry, a staunch conservative Republican. And she called him up on the phone and she said, Hey, Perry, I need $39 million. And he said, sorry, Sinfronia, I don't know where I'm going to get 
get $39 million to give you for all those homes that, that you say need, need the support of the state, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and what Sinfronia said is, you know, uh, she called him up and kept calling him and said, look, this is for our people. This is for our Texans. And eventually, the governor found $39 million for the Honorable Representative Senfronia Thompson to make sure that her constituency and the constituency of many other Texans were satisfied. So here were two people of opposing parties, opposing ideology, talking like human beings to each other. And she was able to go ahead and get what was necessary for her constituents, for the governor's constituents. That is what I'm talking about when I talk about all of us getting together, and no matter your ideology, speaking together, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Give us a call. We want to hear from you. I know you don't just want to hear me talking. I Look, I can go on and I can talk forever, folks. I have so much material in between these ears, it ain't funny, but... I really would love to hear your voice, your concerns, and what you would like to hear us talk about on air. I come here with a program ready to speak to you, but anytime you call, you can, you can stop that program and change it to the direction that we need it to be to support our community. That's what we're all about here at KPFT 98.1 FM Houston. I want to hear, uh, before I, I move on any further with my newsletter, I want to hear Tori's impression because Tori got to see uh, just about all the, the, the great people that we had out there speaking. What's your thought on that? Didn't, didn't that lift your spirits to see that there were, in fact, people who in this community really are making a difference to help, not just themselves, but just help people around the state, around, in, in this case, around Harris County? Yeah, it was uh, very inspiring. I mean, it was, uh, it was a great event, a lot of positive energy, and I learned something. You know, I didn't know that much about uh, State Representative Sinfronia Thompson. And it's just amazing the history that this woman had, 50 years of service right. and all the bills that she got passed. I mean, we're standing on the shoulders of some great people that are still in service. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I've known her for, for quite a few years. You know, we've had lunch and stuff together. And in fact, uh, she, she sort of put me in my place one time. You, I don't know if you remember during the, um, the, the debate when, uh, What's her name? Was I was doing the pink, the pink uh, filibuster on uh, what's her name? Uh, Madea Benjamin, not Madea. The, the pink filibuster against abortion here oh, in yeah. Texas. Oh uh, yeah, the runner for governor. Run, that she ran for governor for a while. Uh, gosh, I can't remember her name right now. But anyway, the woman with the pink shoes. The new woman with the yeah, pink yeah. shoes. So <laughs> anyway, there I am. I, I am following all this material, and I send uh, 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 Representative Thompson a text, and I said, "Hey, I, they're men making statements of this. Why don't you say this on the floor?" Because this was a hard-hitting statement that I wanted to make. Because what I tell a lot of our Democrats a lot of times in this state, or not only in this state, around the country, is that if you want to have an honest fight, you have to go out and say things the way they are. So I, <laughs> admittedly, the statement that I wanted, uh, asked her to make was probably beyond the pale. And she simply responds, that would not be something you say in a... But I mean, she just gave me a stern response. It was like, no, we won't do that, you know, and, and, and believe it or not, in as much as she rebuked me then, it was almost a learning experience that this authority in uh, our state 
Congress would tell me, no, this is not how you do things. If you want to get something done, uh, you have to understand how it works. So, I mean, there, there are so many of our reps out there that are able to uh, temper themselves, even in a hostile environment, to ensure that the things that you need done gets done. And, and from that day, I mean, she changed a lot of the way I spoke to politicians then. You know, that, that which I thought was important. I'm learning to bite my tongue every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, it takes a while, but it's, a, it's an experience that one can learn. Anyway, Wade Casaldi at says, maybe Trump, if DeSantis wins primary, Trump will be so upset from his fragile ego that he runs independent, destroying each other. I hope he does. Easy win for Democrats and destroying the fascist MAGA uprising. It's amazing that you said that, Mr. Wade Casady, because, or is it Casaldi? Wade Casaldi. Wade, it's amazing that you said that. And by the way, Wade Casaldi is, is uh, listening to us over the internet at, at the site. Uh, it is amazing that you said that because the truth is, I, I, that I've run through my mind a, a few times that I have a feeling that if he runs, he loses, he's going to just go scorch earth and run as an independent and keep his mega folks, which it doesn't make up enough of the American population to win. Anyhow, continuing with the, the uh, newsletter that I said, I, I told you about the people at the event. Here is why I felt like I was an awardee from among the illustrious recipients. It is about the affirmation from an audience you always hope is there, but is really, really there. You know, when we sit behind a mic, any one of us here, whether it is Wally James, whether it is, uh, it, it is Dwayne, Dwayne or whoever is here, if it's Marlowe behind the mic, it doesn't matter. The one thing we hope for is that, one, we have an audience that is listening, and not only listening, that, but that we're making a difference when we speak. That is what anybody behind the mic, well, let me back up. Anybody who is humble behind, that's behind the mic, they hope, they can't know for a fact, they hope that those that are listening or getting something out of it that they're they're adding something to the sphere of, of the the sphere that they're adding something positive to your life. Why was it affirming to me? First, a short backstory. I'm not the type that goes out seeking any personal recognition. Anyone who works with me will tell you I believe activating us as a collective, not the false individualism we have been indoctrinated into, is how we create a just society. It was my choice to give up software development uh, to become a full-time political blogger and activist journalist. Even though I make many times less than I did developing software, my wife never complained. And in fact, for the first few years, she went back to work part-time so we could have affordable insurance. That's the lousy state of our insurance system, folks. But that's for another day. 16 hours a day, seven days per week can be taxing. Every now and then, the bad hormones in my body put these in my mind. Is it worth it? Should I go back to the individualistic, capitalistic mantra that puts business over humanity? Look, I have never given up on absolutely anything in my life, so I always knew that feeling would pass. Well... The last five days gave me enough of a hide to last. The first gift I received was the confirmation that everything I thought about us as a collective was true. 
I have been sending out newsletters saying to ignore the polls. Like Michael Moore, talking to people on the left and on the right told a different story. Many folks I know who were on the take for some time would tell me quietly that they could have no more of craze of this crazy turmoil. And you know what? They voted that way. Even with gerrymandered district, except for New York, which shot itself in the foot and could cost Democrats the House, Democrats were in the hunt. Democracy got a reprieve. And what is the gift? What is the gift? The biggest gift I got, the biggest gift we got. Millennials and Gen Zs were the ones that save democracy. I repeat, millennials and Gen Zs were the ones who saved our democracy. That may sound like it's hyperbolic, but for a change, the same people that voted the way they do in, in, in a lot of ways in mid, midterm elections, they did. But had those been the numbers, we would be looking at Governor Lake. We would be looking at Laxalt. We would be looking at Herschel Walker. We would be looking at all the people that would have destroyed our democracy because these are people who have stated categorically that if they didn't win, likely it was a fraud. And that if they did win, they would modify our electoral system in order to ensure that they would continue to win. That's not democracy. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, Independent, Anarchist, or whatever. That's not a democracy. So again, my biggest gift last week for me, we should say our biggest gift for us was that those who have been most maligned by what we have done to those two generations, the younger Gen Xs should be added as well, but specifically the millennials and Gen Zs for what we have done as a society to, to put the burden so much on that particular generation. They are the ones that it took to save our democracy. They are the ones that came out and said, you know what? To hell with you old folks. To hell with what you guys have done. To hell with us believing in supply-side economics. To hell with us having to pay astronomical figures to go to college. To hell with us having to pay an interest rate that you guys cause because you refuse to take back your country from a corporatist system that screws us all. Under to hell with being gullible to a system that's not only hurting us millennials, that's not only hurting us Gen Zs, but that are also hurting you, the seniors that absent the millennials would have lost your social security as you know it, would have lost your Medicare as you know it, would have lost your Medicaid as you know it. And these are not questions. They have told you what they wanted to do. And so many still... After being told we are going to screw you, you still, some of you did, decided you were going to support policies. In other words, support folks who were going to write into policy damaging, damaging policies that would hurt us all. But you know what the millennials knew? 
The millennials knew that their grandmothers and their grandfathers, they may not understand right now, but I remember when I was a kid and my mother would say, you don't understand it now, Egberto. I am doing this for you. You don't quite get it. And I would, ma, no, ma, I want, I want, no, I'm doing this for you. And you didn't realize it until you were 25 years old. She did, in fact, he did, in fact, my dad did, in fact, do that for me because I wasn't of the frame of mind to make the right choices. And guess what? Grandma, grandpa, you're forgiven. You know, your grandkids saved you. So the next time my, my, older, my older baby boomers and my older invisible generation, the next time you see your 30-year-old, your 25-year-old, your 40-year-old, your 50-year-old grandkid or your 45-year-old grandkid, you know what? I want you to say thank you. I want you to say thank you. Because even as many of you have allowed the misinformation and the lies to codify themselves in your mind. Don't, don't worry too badly because, again, a lot of that was psychological implantation that these guys learn. When you hear the Heritage Institute teaches certain things, when you hear the Cato Foundation teaches certain things, it already has gone through the psychology to fool you. But our young people, my God, our young people, our millennials... Or Gen Zs, that guy that just got elected, uh, 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 that just got elected out of Florida, twenty-five years old, Maxwell, twenty-five years old. They are going to make the difference. But what I'm going to tell you, twenty twenty-four, do not make, do not make the world more difficult for our youngsters. Do not do it. Please spend the time now. Listen to Politics Done Right at KPFT. Listen to the Progressive Forum at KPFT. Listen to the programs at KPFT that, that are there to really dig in, to really inform. So, continuing with the program, I'm continuing with my, my, my article here that I wanted to, um, to say. Many folks, I know, were on the take for some time and tell me quietly that they could have no more crazy turmoil. They are beginning to take the country into their hands, our millennials and Gen Zs, and we couldn't be happier. The second gift at the HPJC Peacemaker Award dinner is a bit more personal. A young couple saw me and began speaking to me as if they had known me for a long time. Uh, this is KPFT. Let me talk for a while. This is KPFT Houston. Uh, please remember to uh, give us a call at 713-526-5738 and hit the number two to get on air right away. The number is 713-526-5738 to get us on air. Maxwell uh, Frost, that's right. Maxwell Frost is the name of the young millennial who won. Okay, so I needed to give you guys the number again because I noticed uh, nobody have called yet. 713-526-5738. The second gift at the HPJC Peacemaker Award dinner is a bit more personal. A young couple saw me and began speaking to me as if they had known me for a long time. They both listened to Politics Done Right and told me they love how we give everyone a place to land with dignity. 
at least two dozen people stopped me and either thanked me for being a mouthpiece of logic, civility, and humanity, or for being a listener. Can't tell you, man. That stuff makes you melt. When you have folk, like I, like I told you, all of us here behind a microphone, we don't know many times what's happening on the other end, the listening end. So the only feedback we get is when you call us or when you tell us something, that's, on, that's the only way we know if we're doing a good job, a bad job, a marginal job. And of course, when you give us contributions as well. So don't forget, go to kpft.org and donate if you can to make sure that we stay on air. But anyhow, continuing. The one that touched me the most was a woman who told me that after reading my book, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbor, she was able to communicate uh, with her right-wing family with love and compassion. How can one not want to double down and keep working for the movement after knowing one is making a difference in some small way? I looked at that woman and I said, man, that, that's touching. She said, can I hug you? And we hugged and, and she just said, you don't understand. These are some difficult, tumultuous times. And it is hard sometimes to find sanity. And one of the things I said is, you know what? You just have to keep talking. You got to keep talking because if you're talking, you're not fighting. If you're talking, you're not slashing. If you're talking, you're not blowing somebody's brains out. You know, even though our government in Austin has unloaded the streets with hundreds of thousands of guns because they've said, Anybody who wants one can have one. And that's why we have the OK Corral in, on Houston streets almost daily. Why again? Because again, everybody has a gun now. So you get upset. The first thing somebody thinks about is, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And they pop a cap in you. 713-526-5738. Give us a call. Do you want to talk about something special? 713-526-5738. Hit the number two and be on air. Do you have a question? Do you, uh, you want to make a statement? 713-526-57338 and hit the number two. All right, so like I said, how can one not want to double down and keep working for the movement after knowing one is making a difference in some small way? And you know, it's funny because I wrote this newsletter this morning as I woke up and started writing it because I needed to get my Substack out. And then, as I wrote the note, I received a call from Dr. Deborah Katz, a very kind supporter. She follows and reads our articles and newsletters. She told me she appreciated my work and that we are making a large difference. And notice what I said. We are making a large difference. Because you know what? It takes the collective that's why I get so crazy when we have the individualistic talk. I did this. I did that. Uh, when Jeff Bezos said, I created this company. When, when uh, the, the guy who owns Twitter now says, I did it. What's his name? Uh, help me out here. What's his name? Come on, type it in the, in the feed. Uh, Musk. Musk. Thank you for saying that. When Musk goes out there, he did something. And then when we have all the parrots on TV considering Musk a genius, I am still trying to figure out why. 
before I continue, I want I I, I want to show, and I stop I, I interrupt a lot of my own myself when I'm doing these things because every now and then I hit a subject that really irks me. A lot of people like to praise Musk. A lot of people like to praise Bezos. Okay, Bezos took off from from Texas and he flew a suborbital flight right above the, the uh, into space and all the media is out there. He did a great thing. He did such a great thing. I worked for NASA back in what year? In the in the in the uh, in the nineties for the space station before the space station went up. A lot of us out there, a lot of us engineers, we worked on the space station. And you know, guess what was the thing that we can tell you? We thought we were dinosaurs then because we were still sitting using the Saturn V rockets. We were still using the rockets developed by the Apollo system to put, the, to put Skylab up, to put the International Space Station up. Well, the International Space Station used the other uh, thruster. But my, my, my point is this. Back in the 60s, American ingenuity, American engineers, American know-how, American taxpayers launched with core memory, with with a computer that is less powerful than your telephone. They launched three persons to the moon and got them back to the earth. And you know what? Yes, we gave them kudos. We gave them a little parade and the media kept with it till they got bored of it after Apollo 15 or I don't remember what Apollo they got bored with it. But here's what happened, folks. Senor Bezos, he goes and he does a suborbital flight. He didn't even orbit the earth once. He used technology developed by we the people, American taxpayers. Bezos used technology we developed. He used transistors and or rather microprocessors that were developed on the ingenuity of what we did and then the media goes crazy this in the, the free enterprise this private company goes to space yes with everything that you paid for and he doesn't want to pay taxes so he's he's using all the technology we developed with a little bells and whistles added to it but he is a star. Eric Hay says, Austin and Houston and Dallas empty the jails with no or low bond allowing innocent people to die from murderous thugs. You know, Eric, I don't know um, I, 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 if you want to call in and talk about that and have a sensible conversation about that, we could. But the, the statement that you just made on that everybody's going to see on the internet is actually, to put it as nice as I can, Erroneous, laughable, and wrong. Because that is exactly not what happens. If you want to blame anything on our, on our criminal justice system, please call your congressperson in Austin. These are the guys who run Austin. So if you are at all concerned, call your congressperson. Call uh, Don, Dan Patrick, who runs the Senate or rather the house, and you go ahead and tell them what you need to tell them. 713-526-5738. 713-526-5738 if you'd like to give us a call. 
Uh, let's see what else we have here. Um, Wade Cassidy says, must start making the verification check mark easily available to anyone with the $8 is a good thing. That is like paying $8 for VIP access to some club. Only VIPs allowed in only have $8. Welcome to VIP land. Uh, we don't know what Eric said. Let me tell you what Eric said. I thought I had read it, but let me repeat it. Eric said the following. Austin and Houston and Dallas emptied the jails with no or low bonds, allowing innocent people to die from murderous thugs. And that is a complete misunderstanding of the cash bail system, a complete misunderstanding of who makes the laws in Texas, a complete misunderstanding of what the judges, uh, the judges' roles are. And we had an entire program a couple of weeks ago where we brought in uh, um, Juanita Jackson, where we brought in former state representative, uh, uh, former state representative Canali. So thank you. This was covered you can look it up on our on our archive where you can find the subject you know eric we try to be very factual we don't work on emotions on gut feelings or anything of that nature everything you hear at politics done right you can take it to the bank will i make a mistake here and there you absolutely know i will and if i do i will be just as humble on air to correct any mistakes that i've made this ain't one of them. Uh, Musk thought making the verification. Oh, yeah. The other caller says, Wade Casaldi says, Musk thought making the verification check mark easily available to anyone with $8 is a good thing. That is like paying $8 for VIP access to some club. Only VIPs allowed in. Only you have $8. Welcome in. You know, he's running out of money for 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 uh twitter so he decided to check check for the blue mark hey i've had my blue mark for several years now if he wants to take it away he can take it away because i am not paying eight dollars for a blue mark at all that blue mark used to mean something that blue mark meant that you went through auditing that they checked out who you were that they did all these different things for you all right so that blue mark used to mean something that blue mark used to mean something. Now, it simply does. I saw a call just came in. Call again if you got dropped. 713-526-5738 and hit the number two. I think you just got dropped. Just give us a call again and we'll be more than happy to get you on air. Uh, there you go. Uh, Someone will take care of you in a second. Uh, anyway, folks, uh, let me finish this here. As I wrote my newsletter this morning, I received a call from Dr. Deborah Katz. A very kind supporter. She follows and reads our articles and she said that we are making a difference. We are making a difference. And we're not just talking about, we're not just talking about locally, but we are making a difference. And that is what it's all about. We have a lot of work left to do, people. We have a lot of work left to do. But we must mend and extend our democracy to cover our economic system. Only then can we live in the utopia we are capable of becoming. And you know what? I intend to do my part. The next question is, will you do your part and be a part of this society, this society that intends to make a difference? 713 526 5738 713 
516-573-1526-573. Where are all our callers today? Please don't wait till the end of the show. 713-526-5738. We are here waiting. Hit the number two. And once you hit the number two, uh, Tori will take your calls and pass you right through to the desk so that we can go ahead and get you on air. 713-526-5738. Measured constraints on the internet says, was there a secular wave? I like to think so. Well, if we're talking about younger folks, that is exactly what it is, a secular wave. Because as it turns out, guess what? Younger people are no longer going to church. Well, I'm talking about in the aggregate now. And the reason that they aren't doing so is because of what the church has become. We take a look at what the evangelical movement has become. The evangelical movement has made Donald Trump their Jesus Christ. Donald Trump, this very flawed human being, has become their 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 a guy that a guy that is a misogynist, a guy a guy that it is said he has done unspeakable things to women, a guy that has been proven to create universities to pill for your money. They have supported this guy. Do you want to know why there are so many now deciding to give church up? They look at, they simply look at what the evangelicals are doing and they then paste the rest of religion onto it. Now, you know, my wife is in a very nice church, uh, the, um, the St. Luke Missionary Baptist Church. They just call it the Luke right now. And it's amazing to me the work that they do, the work that they do to promote their environment, their immediate, their environment, immediate environment. They do such good work. That church is very well populated, but we have issues, right? We have issues. Anyhow, folks, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the election locally first. Uh, We had several local elections that that was concerning. Earlier on, we had a whole lot of uh, misinformation and lies that were played on TV. And luckily, most in Harris County, they were happy to to listen to all sides and ensure that what they got was the truth. And the results from the election proved that we have great people in Houston willing to hear both sides and make their minds up on the truth. Now, here's the interesting thing, right? We had Lena Hidalgo, somebody that has completely, somebody that has completely revolutionized our Harris County government with the programs that she has instituted, with the flood control mitigation that she's been working on. But somebody thought they could come out and lie and say that it's her fault that there's crime on the streets. By the way, crime actually from her time has been fallen, right? So I tell you, I tell you, Harris County reelected all those judges that folks were lying about and perfectly, perfectly loaded or got what needed to be done, done. Anyway, on the internet, uh, we have Eric Hayes says, paid for votes with illegal loan payment process. You see how the misinformation gets put out there. You see how it goes. That is Eric listening to a right wing flank. Lena is making the entire uh, uh, Harris County fleet of vehicles electric. Now, tell me that isn't the right thing 
that we need to do, especially in a city like Houston. Well, anyway, the judges got many, most of the judges got reelected. We got, uh, we got Tanisha Hetsped, who has revolutionized the Harris County Clerk's Office to really make it functional for you. And you had my neighbor, Marilyn Burgess, who also got reelected as well. Good friend as well. Measured Constraint says not all cows are sacred and their noise needs pushback. You're absolutely right. And that's why I said what the evangelical movement did to a whole lot of religion in in the aggregate is that it had made many of the young people simply turn off completely from religion and not just the bad actors. Yes, I know there's a large contingent of bad actors, but they are there. All right, let's see what else we have here. Um, now, so locally, people people did what they needed to do in locally in Harris County. Unfortunately, in the state of Texas, the message didn't get out. And what it also means is the following. While we had a lot of red states that had the people vote to, to go ahead and commit themselves to the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, which means poor people could now get health care. And by poor people, I don't mean the complete indigent. I mean those people in between what's called poverty and middle class that make enough money to survive, but just doesn't make enough money to buy health insurance. Sort of an oxymoron here in the United States. But uh, they elected, they elected are they chose in several in several uh, red states that they would go ahead and expand Medicaid to support those people, and of course Texas, we depend on the legislature to do that. And guess what? The legislature did not do. Is that a call coming in? And guess what? The legislature did not do. The legislature was not turned over, so it's unlikely. It is unlikely that they will pass the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, which means our Republican legislature in Austin, Texas, will continue the implicit murder of over 2,000 Texans on a yearly basis. And for all of those that have voted, it is important for us to realize that reality. But you know what? Let's go ahead and get Ray Fuller. You're on the line. Hey, Daddy O. Look here, man. I'm. I, I gotta say, because I, I, I got a short time to talk. Look here. Our, our, the reason that we have people like Donald Trump and and, and Ron DeSantis is not that they're so dead dumb evil. It's just that, golly, they 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 are here because of Joe Biden and uh, that guy from Kentucky. All those guys. Anyway. But I ain't got time to talk too much, but look here, man. All these people, these politicians, they tell you they're on your side and their side, and then they pass these laws, but that this is my beef, brother. I know you got to go, but before, but you, I want you to stay for 30 more seconds because you got to explain to me, define exactly what it is in, in Biden that, that, that uh, you, you're criticizing right now. I'm curious. Oh, golly, well, golly, he's a neoliberal. Him and all of them are. Yeah, and you got to get young people in there to get the neoliberals out. Everybody wants to holler about the neocons. Well, they attack with blood, but a neoliberal uses this country to go into other countries and rob them at gunpoint. Let me just stop you there because, first of all, I, I thought you were coming from the other side, and you're going to find that we are in pretty darn good agreement. Now, I, I am the 
point that I say I, I, I will vote for the lesser of two evils. Yes, is uh, Joe Biden a neoliberal? Yes, he's a neoliberal, but is, does he also have a heart? Yes, he has a heart. Now, I think we have the ability if we vote in the numbers that we're supposed to vote. You're calling in here, Ray Fuller. Thank you for calling in. But what we also have to do, Ray Fuller, is go out there and make uh, and, and get the progressive voices out. It's not on Joe Biden. It's on us. We have to make Absolutely. the case. We have to make the case. And we have to convince our peers. We have to convince Absolutely. our mothers. Absolutely. Exactly. Hey, hang on. I got a heart of my wife. Okay. <laughs> hang on. Hang on, man. Oh. Hey, look here. Look. That's not the point. That's not the point I'm making. The point is the government itself is the reason that we have Donald Trump and, and all these other... I'm not going to call them lunatics because some of them are my neighbors I, and they I get you. Me. I but get listen, you. You take, you take all the government and they put everything together. And this is my big peeve here, brother. This is my big peeve. Yes, Ray. They pass laws that make everybody feel good on both sides of the aisle. Oh, we're all happy that this happens. Hey, but who gets underfunded? You can pass all the laws you Ray? want to, but if you underfund them, there's nothing. What's the deal? Ray, what I want you to do is, uh, first of all, I agree with you, but what I want you to do, Ray, is you have to stay engaged and you have to promote the message in such a manner that other people are listening to you so that the next time they go to vote in a primary, they vote for the most appropriate person so that we are not left with the best of of the best of of the best of the bunch. I mean, the worst. You know, take the best of the worst evils. Okay. I mean, the world could disagree with that. All I right. just gotta say, there's nobody on this planet that can dis- disagree with that. But listen, I, I'm 68 years old, going on 69, mm-hmm. and uh, I do not believe that anybody my age or older should be in politics. We got to get these young people in here because they are because. Our generation are killing right. the next generation, Man, and that you... is what's happening, and nobody says anything about it. They say, well, we can't change. Well, we should change from making automobiles to tanks when we need to sell them to the Russians in World War Two. and I don't know, you know, they just, and they needed it. After Ray, all, Ray, Russia's Ray, Ray. I, I'm sorry, I got off. No, 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 Ray. Let me first tell you, thank you for calling. You are definitely on the right track, Ray. But, you know, we all have to do the work. And, yes, it's time for the youth to take over. And if you listen to my my earlier statements I wrote in my newsletter, that was my gift this 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 week what that last week that was my gift that the people who kept democracy was in fact the millennials and the gen zers so thank you so kindly for calling ray and yet and yet so soon that's uh Czechoslovakian for i heard that right all, all right, right brother we got, got, uh, let's get to curtis curtis come on in curtis uh they're going to put you in come on in curtis you're on Good afternoon, Roberto. Earlier in the show, yes. Earlier in the show, you said that you would uh, accept some corrections. Yes. Um, if you made a mistake, you you were trying to talk about Austin and the state representatives there, which you called congressmen, and oh. you know that they're state representatives. Oh my God, you're absolutely right. So thank you. Uh, what is your name, Curtis? Hey, folks. Curtis. Curtis just did something very important, and that is that he corrected my terminology, which was absolutely wrong. They are state representatives, not Congress people. Thank you so kindly, right. Curtis. Anyway, what else would you like to add to the... To, to the well, yeah, you, you were going pretty fast. You, I think you, you, were, you were running past your brain there. <laughs> uh, when, 
the, the lieutenant governor is the uh, uh, president of the Senate. Of the Senate, yes. Yeah, I, and just Congress? like in the just, <laughs> probably. Yeah. In, in, and just like in the United States Congress, where the vice president is president of the Senate, right? In Texas, the lieutenant governor is the president of the Senate, and in in that in that sense, he has a lot of power and authority. Uh, you you also said uh, that we need uh, the Medicaid expansion to the affordable Well, you know, I would quit tying it to the Affordable Care Act. It, it is part of the Affordable Care Act, mm-hmm. but you say Affordable Care Act every time you say Medicaid expansion, and you would help yourself and help Texas if we just were able to detach as much as we can President Obama from, even though we know he did it, he's, it's on our side. I think you're but, absolutely right, Curtis. And, you know, I mean, sometimes for completeness, that's a, that's we an issue we, Yeah, you're right. That's an issue we don't need in Medicaid expansion. But here's the point. The legislature, the Texas legislature, has been in favor of Medicaid expansion in the sense there have been bipartisan bills put forward uh, particularly for Texas, there was one of these sessions ago that got a lot of news. I remember for te- Texas to to do its own thing. That other states have done this. Right, they've gone to the state, the federal government, and said, "We don't want to do Medicaid expansion per se, but we want to do this, which is just like Medicaid expansion." Right. So we're going to call it whatever. They we just wanted a waiver to do it their way. Yes. So the legislature can be pro-Medicaid expansion. The problem is the governor and the lieutenant governor. They are the problem with Medicaid expansion. And we just re-elected and, them. Yeah, and we just re-elected them. And, and, but we, you know, 11 points. Yes. Beto was, was, was hurt really bad. And, and with all the money I gave him, too. I mean, it's just... Oh. Well, let me let me tell you. Don't don't feel bad about it. I got no it. return. Let me let dollars. me tell you. No, you got return. You got return. First of all, that money that you spent on 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 folks that were progressives, uh, you didn't lose because what happens is is you 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 allowed the, the what occurred in South Texas. There were three districts that were being targeted very hard. Three Latino districts right. that were targeted real hard. We expected to lose those districts. You made sure that that those districts were funded. So don't. Don't sit back there and think that your money went to waste. It didn't. Okay. Let's not, let's not make any mistakes, Egberto. I like your show. Thank I'm you. retired. I'm going to try to start listening more than I have been. Can't listen tomorrow because you're going to be bumped. By, I am Monday, uh, Wednesdays, and Fridays. On Tuesday, Thursdays, we have uh, Dr. Dean, who is doing the, uh, the show called uh, uh, Moral High Ground. So I'm Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Yeah. But you can also catch but, me on the internet five days a week so we are on we are on all of the time so if you like politics done right and want to be a part of this whole thing yeah. we are all here yeah. at kpft and we are trying to integrate all our audiences so that we yeah. can you know two one plus one is equal to three did you know that i i i uh i followed you on twitter i noticed your your blue check mark i was very proud of you but yeah. i don't want you to make the mistake that i'm a progressive okay doesn't matter I, I'm I'm a conservative Texas Democrat. Well, you know what is so funny, my friend? Uh, it doesn't matter. And well, in the Democratic Party, it doesn't matter. We right. take anybody. Yeah. <laughs>
That's right. And we don't need to take anybody. We're not proud. Yeah, okay. So anyway, thank thank you you very much. Thank you for your call, Curtis. You have a great rest of your day. Okay, my brother? Bye-bye. Take care. All right, folks, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Why don't you give us a call like Curtis did and like Ray Fuller did if you want to add something to the discussion today? I know it's a it's a groo-droopid day, and you may be sitting down in front of uh, the TV or listening to KPFT with a hot cup of chocolate and like, I don't feel like pushing those fingers. But remember, call 713-526-5738. Hit the number. Number two, and then we can have a chat. But continuing with the subject, we, we, we're pretty much done on the state level. I was in my rant when uh, Fuller and, and, and Curtis called. Now I'll, I'll, I'll go on to more of the national scene. And the national scene is as follows. Everybody was speaking about the red wave. Guess what we actually had? Forget about the House of Representatives. We had... And believe it or not, gerrymandering plays a role, but also plays a role in uh, in, in what occurred in New York, right? Uh, New York gerrymandered itself out of four seats that would have given, let's say, a progressive tilt to the Congress. Well, that may not happen because of what occurred in New York. But here's the, the, the entire thing. If you actually look at the what occurred in swing states, there was in fact a blue wave. And let it, let's explain. The governorship of Nevada, the governor, or rather, the governorship of Arizona is likely going to is going blue. Uh, the Senate with Mastos already uh, flipped. We have, uh, or rather, Nevada, I think was Mastos. Forgive, forgive that I get all these things mixed up. There, there are so many things happening right now. But as it turns out, all these swing states. Secretary of State, in the case of Michigan, Michigan's legislature and its executive all turn blue one swoop. Think about that. The, the Senate, the House, and the, the, the lieutenant governor, the governor, the secretary of state, all of it turned blue in Michigan. Same applies to Pennsylvania. Same applies in Minnesota. All these swing states, it was a blue, blue, blue wave. And what that means is that we have some measure of safety, not completely, but some measure of safety from the fascists being able to take the country. Measured constraint says West Houston was built on former rice paddies and has been flooded since people started moving here. In weather extremes will rub that in your face. Did we lose what the role of the institutions are and that there is more than one that matters? Thank you very much for that measured constraint. That's why I brought in the issue of um, what occurred in Minnesota, Michigan, uh, Vermont. We can go state by state by state to say that this was a very successful campaign for uh, for who we would consider the good guys in this case. And I don't mean to be partisan here, though I am. Uh, you can be of any party if you want to give me a call, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. So come on, folks. Uh, we only have about four minutes left or so uh, in, in the program. Nationally speaking, the rest of the world was waiting. Brazil started it. 
Lula defeated Bolsonaro. And Bolsonaro had a choice to make. Was I going to try to create violence in my country? Or was I going to make a deal to ensure that even if I lose, which he did, maybe I won't get prosecuted? Nobody's talking about this, but behind the scenes, I think that's the reason why Brazil turned out to be so mm, not the trouble that we thought it could have been. Brazil started the, the, the turn away from the fascist nature of where too many countries were going. Brazil, Brazil, Brazil. And I kept on asking myself, <clears throat> with all the polls that are coming out, Americans are going to do the same thing. America will do the same thing. And the Brazil wave made it to America. And in making it to America, it sent a message not just to Americans, but to the rest of the world. And if you want to know that that skip that 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 hop that you see, that extra energy that Biden is displaying right now, it's because finally. Okay, if you, if you put them on real quickly, I can speak to them real quick. But just throw the red. I don't need a name or anything. All right, let's see. Go ahead. You're on right now, my friend. Talk to me. Whoops, not on yet. Let's get it. It's not red, so it's not on yet. Come on in, 281. There you go. Hey, man, this is Ray Fuller. Oh, Ray, what's up? Hey, man. Next time you do anything, look into the Westphalia. I know this is bizarre, but look into the Westphalia, uh, Germany-type thing when everybody decided... Yeah, everybody had a country and borderlines, and they could kill everybody just to raise taxes. That is where it all started, and that's so bizarre, but it's so true. I'll have to. I I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but I'll have to look up what you're talking about. All right. up the West Bay thing. It, it, it is after they conquered the Bangos and the Rome fell and everything like that. They just, they, cousins and sisters and brothers all divided up the entire Eurasian continent. All right. And, thank you, Fuller. We got to go because we're up on time. Okay. Thank you for calling again, though. Hey, man. Just look it up. Look it up. Will all right. do. All right. Wade Skill ends with... What are what is your thoughts on QAnon spitting out conspiracy at, uh, after conspiracy saying Democrats are devil worshippers and drinkers of children's bloods? Totally crazy stuff that is programming people today. You know, um, when I, I'm not going to read your whole thing because I'm almost out of time here. But when you look at people that believe those kinds of things that are completely ludicrous, what it is is that they are looking for an excuse for their vote. They are looking for their excuse to hate somebody that they have no reason to hate. That's what it's all about. If you really, really want to know it. And that's why I leave nobody behind. That's why I speak to everybody. Because I understand the training of the the, the destruction that we have in people's minds right now. I understand. I understand that a lot of times there is so much being placed into people's minds that sometimes they just lose control of what's real. Uh, Do I treat that? Do I treat them as the enemy? No. Do I treat them as as just somebody that is misinformed? Yes. I will not allow the perpetrators of evil, the people that are pulling the strings, to have me hate my fellow man, my fellow woman. And if you want to know why I take the stances that I take, 
It's because I strongly, strongly believe most people are good. My name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.